Who's that, Cole? Theo. I see my other chick talking to another chick. That's Theo Lodge. This is the. What's the name of this show, Cole? The Jason and Cole Father Son Thing Podcast? Or is it just a Father Son Thing Podcast? AKA a Father Son Thing Podcast. You know, we had to change the name with that whole Spotify thing. It messes yeah. up. They won't let us out of our contract. It's the worst. We got a special guest in the studio today. It's Lance. How you doing, sir? I'm doing good, man. How you doing? All right. Uh, to fill everybody in a little bit, even Cole, uh, I've known uh, Lance's wife and, and her family for a while and, and uh, became friends with Lance on uh, social media. And he said he wanted to do a podcast. And I, so I started following uh, all of his takes and everything that he's putting on social media. And he knows his thing. But the one thing that kept sticking out at me was how much of a LeBron fan you are. So I had to I had to have you on number one, even if you weren't interested in doing podcasts, because there ain't a lot of people that actually will debate and have some good takes on. I mean, people just say what they want to say, but right. you actually have some good takes on it. So that's one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on. But two, I want to see if this is something that you want to do. In yeah. The future. Um, like I said, me and my friend had a show and it kind of just stopped because of, you know, he had other things to do. He was from Orlando and, you know, I just was looking for an opportunity and I appreciate the opportunity to come out, you know. What were you guys doing? Oh, uh, we had our own show. It was called the uh, L Show. Ian, uh, his name was E, my name's Lance, and it was called L Sports Show. We kind of did our thing. Uh, we would come and record on Saturdays and put it out throughout the week, see how big it could get, but it ended up crashing because... Well, you got a home with us here at the network, so we're glad to have you in the studio and we're going to jump right into it. Cole, if I just said to you, who's better, MJ or LeBron? What do you? What, what's your initial reaction going to be? My initial reaction, and, and you don't really watch either player, other than highlights. So mm, probably MJ. MJ. What would be your main reason for that? Uh, six rings. I mean, he's six for six in finals. So, I mean, I'm going to hear Lance's reasons, and I'm going to hear your reasons, and I'm going to pick a side well, at the end. Before so. we get into me and Lance's reason, I got to ask you, Lance. So when you when you the people put this on social media and they just leave it real vague, right? Who's better? Who's the goat? You know they'll say who's the goat. Well, to me, you got to break that down a little more. You got to say, okay, are we talking about just on the court, just basketball? Right. You know what I'm saying? Because all day I'm gonna go LeBron as a person. Correct. You know, as a dad, as a husband, as a man, as a you know. All day, LeBron. You know, you start getting in the, the shoes and the swag and, and then the court stuff. If it's just the court, then I'm going to go MJ. So when you're, when you're defending LeBron, is it just the court stuff or is it more the GOAT, the greatest of all time? What, what, do, people, what do you think people argue that? I, I kind of think that when you, when you talk about the GOAT, greatest of all time, it's kind of like you're kind of looking – at the whole body of work. Because when you're a basketball player, it's not just about basketball. Because if it was just about basketball, then they wouldn't have to do interviews. They wouldn't have to show up and interview after a tough loss. And it goes more into just basketball. And I've, I've been watching LeBron since I was nine years old. And I'm 27 years old now. So it's kind of like, you know, like he's done everything um, – that you possibly can for his people, and he speaks on it, and he doesn't care what other people think. And he's still doing it. He still does it, no matter what. No matter what backlash he takes, no matter what people say, he always speaks up. 
his mind, and he's going to speak up to it. You know, Jordan kind of, he kind of stayed back, and, you know, he was kind of, what kind of if is the Republicans buy sneakers too, but, you know, but that's, a, that's, that's different. That's what I'm saying, like, it's a whole thing, like it's a whole body of work that goes into the GOAT conversation. So you're putting everything, everything yeah. together is why you take LeBron over MJ. Correct. Um, but I, I do think that LeBron can do more on the basketball court than Michael Jordan as well, too, if you ask me. Ah, you got to go with that. Go with that because you got to convince me of it. Yeah. You got to convince me, too. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, look, if you look at it, Michael Jordan, his job was to score and defend typically the first or second best player on the floor. That was his job, right? You had other players at other positions to do what was required of Scottie Pippen and, you know, Dennis Rodman. Everybody had a role on that team. If you break down some of the LeBron teams, he's had to be a facilitator, a scorer, a rebounder, offside ball help. Uh, he's had to do everything. And just because he didn't get to the finals and, and win it, everyone puts an asterisk up there. And I just don't understand that if you make it to the dance and you and you have an opportunity to win the win the ship, even if you don't win it, why is it a why is it a, a L? You know, like why is it tarnish your name? I don't understand that. Uh, so I, all I could do is speak for myself, and I think I'm in the you know my opinion. I think is probably the same of a lot of Jordan fans. When I was watching Jordan from Cole's age and up. It was like it was must-watch TV. Like, I didn't miss a game. They were on WGN playing the Hawks. Whoever it was, I was watching. All right? So, I watched a lot of MJ. And then when he left, it was just kind of like the NBA was done. Like, it was just – but then Kobe came along. Well, Kobe was there towards the end of his career. But it was like seeing Kobe, it was like, man, that that's like that's like another little Jordan right there. Spitting – everything he did was like Jordan. Okay? So it was like, okay, got, got somebody else to watch. When LeBron come along, all the hype out of high school and stuff, and I started watching him early on, okay, he didn't have that killer instinct. So I'm going to be honest, for me, when I seen early LeBron, which even in the last, I mean, it ain't changed much. He'll shoot more now. You know, he'll take the shot now more than he you know would have done early in his career. But he's still not that killer that in the Mamba mentality like Kobe and that Kobe got from MJ. And and I think that's what a lot of people, you know, they just dismiss LeBron in the GOAT conversation because they didn't see it, you know, early on. What do you take what's your take on that? Well, LeBron is the type of basketball player. He's he he thinks make the best basketball player at all times. When you say a killer mentality, most times that means give me the ball and get the heck out the way. Yeah. LeBron don't think like that. If a, if a double team comes, you make the right basketball play. And every coach in America would agree with that. Like you that's, you know, he he doesn't have a selfish bone in his body when it comes to that type of thing because he's he makes the right basketball play at all times and you know, he takes a lot of flack for not taking shots at the end of games, but if you're going to run four people at him then there's three other people wide open. So why not give them the ball to give them a chance? They made it to the league, so why not give them the ball? They're not scrubs. It's not like you're passing it to 
a high school kid that just, you know, just there for the for the moment. Those guys put in the same amount of work as everybody else, and they're one of the few people to make it in the league. Like, there's a, a billions and billions of people, and only, like, 1% of people make it to the NBA. So those guys are good as well. So you got to trust your teammates. And uh, I can respect that. And then, for me, the second thing with LeBron was the decision. And Cole probably doesn't remember that. But uh, the decision, Cole, is when LeBron – uh, went to Miami. He went on ESPN and they had this big hoopla thing. LeBron's going to make the decision where he's going to go. And for me, it was uh, it was just something that I you know I ain't never seen before. And so so it looked like he went and built a team in Miami, which I mean that's basically what they did. And then ever since then, it hasn't stopped. The NBA has just kind of been that since. You know, um, now I, I don't follow the NBA. I know you're the big NBA guy. So, like, right now it's it's uh, the Nets, right, in Brooklyn. So, you know, it just, it's been nonstop since LeBron did that. And that even going back to Cleveland and then to L.A., it just seemed like, for me, even though Jordan had great players at Chicago, you know, but I often wonder sometimes how good would Scottie Pippen have been if – he didn't play with Jordan his whole career, you know. So it Dennis Rodman was a, a great rebounder, role player. But outside of that, I mean Horace Grant, but he came and he was before Dennis. Right. So, but outside of those players, it was just Bill Winnington, Cartwright, Steve Kerr, John Paxson. It wasn't great, great talent around them. But it, but when the Cleveland Cavaliers won the finals, they weren't a super team either. It was really only Ke- Kevin Love and LeBron. I mean, Kyrie. And Kyrie. 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 Yeah, I forgot about Kyrie. Yeah, yeah. Ky- Kevin Love was, you know, he kind of had to change his role when he got there. But, yeah, he I – w- I wouldn't say Cleveland was a super team. I'll say Miami was a super team. Yeah, Miami yeah. definitely was definitely. a super team. That team was put together. You're right. But at the same time, it did not start with LeBron. You know, it was just different leadership, different roles, like – the Chris Paul trade got vetoed. Like it was happening behind closed doors, but it just didn't happen. Right. And then, you know, the league was looking to evolve and they wanted to make it more exciting. Cause like you said, when Jordan was leaving, it was kind of, it was kind of blah. And like, you know, t- kids were, I mean, guys were staying loyal to their teams, but for what? Like guys like Giannis, Allen Iverson, and those guys going to play 12, 13 plus years and never win just cause you care about a narrative of what other people say. No, go go and try to get you a go and try to get you a wing. It's no it's no problem with with I don't I don't see it as a problem of going and being the best player on another team just to get some help. Like I don't I don't see the there's no loyalty in the league. Like they'll trade you in a minute. So why not get yours when you can when you're on top? And you can get your money at the same time. I mean, he opened the door for Kevin Durant. If if Kevin Durant stays in the OKC, he never wins a championship. I no doubt in my mind he never wins. I mean Le- with that move, LeBron helped the league. A lot of people say it hurt the league, but it helped the league. The ratings went up. Everybody's watching. You know, everybody wanted to see the Warriors lose, just like everybody wanted to see Miami lose. It it helped. It made people come and watch basketball. And then you go back to the – you were saying Jordan didn't have, you know, essentially like a team like Miami. But a lot of teams back then didn't have three-headed monsters. When yeah. you ran into other guys, it was kind of just like – you know, you either had Kai Jexler and then one B-minus player. It wasn't another B-minus player after that. You know, each time LeBron has went to the finals, it's been 
a, a lot of great players on the other end. You know, he ran into the Spurs when he was really young and they got swept. It was just him. If you go on that roster, mm-hmm. that roster was terrible. Nobody has ever had a worse finals roster outside of LeBron and Allen Iverson, if you ask me. I, I, I can't argue that. Those are good points. Um, I mean, so far, Lance, I'm, I'm on Lance's side here. I mean, nobody asked you what side you're I on. I mean, with. I'm just giving my opinion. <laughs> hey, it's, hey, man, you just go with the right side. I mean, you got to go home with him at the end of the night, but you just go with the right side. It, um, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, the era that you grew up watching, that, you know, that's always going to play into it. And then, uh, you know, for me, the argument about how many rings you have can't really put that in because there's players with more rings than Jordan. Correct. That we're not going to put in the – I mean, some people may put it who, – who are we talking about here? Wilt Chamberlain, right? Um, a lot of people like to throw Bill Russell in Bill there. Russell, Bill Russell. Then, but you got Robert Ory too. Robert I mean, Ory. Championships are a team thing. You know, that, that you know, it's, it's really tough to go out and play your best basketball at the right moments and peak at the right time to win a championship. It's a one through 12 collective un- agreement. You know, like you have to, you have to all be in sync. It's not just on one player. You know, one player didn't win a championship. One player didn't lose the championship. It's a team effort. Right. And a lot of people take that out of context and just make it seem like, one player wins you a championship and one player loses you a championship. Like, that's not how it works. It's a team game. If the other team is better than you, they're typically going to win unless you get outcoached. That's just the only way you lose. Unless you got Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> that, a lot of people saying that, too, and that just it, just it just grinds my gears because that defense is probably one of the top 50 defenses ever, you know? This year? Yeah, that defense was Bruh. great. That defense Bruh. was nasty. Yeah, at the end. Yeah, when they peaked at the right time. Yeah, I mean right? that part. But like, early in the year, they was I was like, wow, right. ooh, they struggling. That was like our cornerbacks suck, and I'm like, our oldest cornerback is 24. Exactly, they were young and un unexperienced. You got to give everybody time. Everybody wants to jump right to conclusions right away. Like, yeah, dad. But <laughs> things have you have to let things play out. That's the only way it happens. You got to give things time. You can't just say, oh, the Lakers lost this game. They're not going to win a championship. No, that's not how it goes. Like, it's so much time left. It's, it's a lot of time left. Give things time to work out, and that's, that's kind of how it goes. The, whichever team's playing the best at the end is the one that wins the championship. Like, mm-hmm. there's no way if before COVID that you would have picked the Miami Heat to be on the east side to come out and play the Lakers. Everybody picked the Lakers. It was either Lakers or Clippers. No one cared about the East. Or they were saying Milwaukee. But who's ever playing right at the right time and whoever peaks last at the greatest time wins the championship. And so that's, does LeBron get back this year? Um, Of course I'm going to say yes. I believe they'll get back. But I do think they have to move some pieces to get to get back because that team right now, they, they just can't compete with Brooklyn. Yeah. But, I'm not worried about any of the Western Conference teams. I'm worried about Brooklyn. Um, I just, I think they need one more guy with what they have. They have to find a way to keep Montrezl Harrell, and they have to find a way to keep Dennis Schroeder. If they can get one more guy with the other guys gone, they'll be fine. And it don't even have to be an A plus player. It could be somebody like a, you know, like a JJ Redick or something. Just somebody that can score. 
outside of LeBron and AD. And then it takes a lot of pressure off them. I mean, Dennis Schroeder takes a lot of pressure off them, but they just need one more guy. So another argument, and, and I have to touch on this because I know we're going to have some listeners that are saying you better touch on this, is, is the 6-0 in the, in the finals. Right. You know, and then, and then that brings in the Brady, you know, like his record in the Super Bowl. And then, you know, he didn't win them all, but the record is just outstanding. Right. 70%, one percentage. So, you know, with LeBron, let's see, LeBron, how many, how many times has he been in the finals? Mm-hmm. He's been in the finals four. So he's four and six. No, four and six. His finals record is four and six. Right. So, you know, it, it, it's a – you're going to have it either way. There's really not a right answer. What, what, what I'm learning about a lot of things, there's not a right answer. You know, you, who you like. I, so I'm going to go back on, because um, we're going to get into your post today okay. on point guards. But I always take it back to, because on your post today, you said in there, prime. So I always take it to that. And I, and I never put, I always keep it on the field or the court. Because I don't know Tom Brady outside of football. Right. You know, I don't know what kind of husband and dad he is and stuff like that. Um, you know, Michael Jordan, he has some scandals and some things with his wife and gambling and stuff like that. Never, I never, you know, carried that into my decision on the GOAT. Right. But I'll, you've never heard of any scandals or anything with LeBron ever. Right. Ever. Yeah. No, I mean, that's why I said, like, if we're talking about the best person – and by far, the man got a school for kids, and, you yep. know, Taco Tuesday. <laughs> like, he's, he seems like a good guy, you know what I mean? But if I'm in the prime of Jordan and LeBron, I got to pick one player to start my team, and that's kind of what I went off of on your thing today right. with point guards. I just, I'm going to take MJ at, at the two. And then, Cole, you brought up a good point. They play different positions. You know, so that, you know, that weighs into it, too. Yeah. Now, LeBron probably could play. Hell, he probably could play all five. He could play all five. Mm-hmm. Right? He could play all five positions. And Jordan can't play all five. So, you know, there's a, a He could not- play three. He could play. Eh, nah. yeah. Debatably four. Probably not. He's too small to play small forward in these days. Yeah, these days he, he couldn't play small forward. Now, that, but then these days it brings up. Another argument that you get, could LeBron play when Jordan played? Because the game was different. Yeah, the game was more physical, but you see how LeBron is built? I, yeah. I definitely think he could take it. And Jordan definitely could play in this era, too. It, he probably would average you know, 10 or 12 more points because he'll be at the line a lot more. I mean, yeah. it just goes with eras of basketball. And You brought up that they play two different positions, but that's just because the evolution of basketball. Guys are getting bigger and taller. So the small forwards, if you look at each team, typically – on most teams, the small forward is the score. The small forward is the score on most teams. And that's just how – and back in the day, it was the shooting guards. In Jordan's era, the shooting guards were the scorers in most teams. But um, I know you picked Jordan. You said it's six for six. But a lot, of, a lot of people like to forget that Jordan had a way longer career than six years, you know. He was getting bounced out of the first round. Michael Jordan, I mean, LeBron never lost in the first round of the playoffs. I mean, year three, he's in the finals. He lost, but he takes flag for losing when he wasn't even supposed to be there. That Pistons team was supposed to go play the Spurs, but LeBron had other plans. 
Yeah. You know, you you just you take it with a grain of salt, and I just think the best way to break it down is who do you think is better at basketball? And you said if you had a draft today, and you and you want to pick one, well, my choice would be the one that could play all five positions. The one that can play point guard, the one that can score when he wants, the one that can go on the block and get a bucket, the one that plays defense when he wants to. I mean, Jordan played it every night. That's that's another knock on LeBron. LeBron tends to take possessions off on the defensive end. But if we if we're picking, you want to pick the bigger guy that can play all five positions to where like okay, if you're weak at power four, oh LeBron can play power four this this night. You know, Jordan typically could play the one and the two. Right. You know. I mean, it's just it's it's your opinion. I mean, you you pick who you want. I'm just I'm rolling with LeBron James because I definitely ain't telling you you're wrong. Yeah, that's you just that's, I mean, everybody has their opinion, and and I was such a big Jordan guy that I'm not, I just can't yeah, see myself. Man. I would love to see somebody come along that I would say that I thought was better, but I'm looking at it the way he plays the game. Like I love the way Jordan played. Right. I love the way he would cross people. I love the competitiveness of him. I love that how he would just get angry at somebody or, or you know, reporters. Any little say, thing. Yeah, any little petty, thing. Just yeah. petty to motivate himself. I love that about uh, Jordan. When I played soccer, I tried to play soccer like Michael Jordan played basketball. I remember telling defenders, you can't stop me. Yeah. Like, I had a poster in my wall. and uh, It was Michael Jordan. He was looking down on some players and he said, uh, there's nothing you can do. You're at my will. I'm going to do whatever I want on the court. Correct. You know, and that's how that's the mentality that I tried to play the game of soccer with. And I used to tell defenders, yep, it's going to be a long day. Yeah. Like, just, and it was stupid. <laughs> but it, it, it's what motivated me and what I loved. And then so we get into Kobe. Like Kobe is always my number two because right. it was the closest thing to Michael. Right. You know, and that's not really not fair – you know, to have these debates and, right. and be that into it, to be just, I ain't even looking at you because you don't dribble like MJ and Kobe. You don't cross people over like MJ and Kobe. You don't dunk like MJ and Kobe. But he's a superior player. Right. I, I, you know, like I said, I can't tell you you're wrong because you make great arguments. That's why I wanted to have this discussion with you. Uh, but just to talk about the Kobe thing, rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. That was really tragic last year. I was... Still pretty sad about it. But when we talk about Kobe, his knock was for three championships, he wasn't even the best player on his team. He wasn't. Shaquille O'Neal was the best player on that team. And that's kind of why I won't say dismiss because that's disrespectful. That's kind of why, you know, I kind of push Kobe, you know, mm. a little bit. You know, I, I focus more on LeBron and MJ. But, you know, if, it, if you want the most accomplished guy, you take Jordan. If you want, if you want the guy that you think is the best, I say you take LeBron. It's kind of like Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. Which quarterback do you think is a better quarterback? That's mm. it's really debatable because arguably Aaron Rodgers is probably arguably the greatest thrower of the football ever. He just don't got enough. He don't have a lot of hardware like Tom Brady has. Mm. And it's pick your poison. Which one? Whichever one you take. If if the draft was today. And you say Tom Brady, you can't be wrong because he's been proven a winner, just like Jordan. Mm-hmm. If if you wanted to draft LeBron or Aaron Rodgers, you can't be wrong because you're going with talent. You know, both of them, Aaron Rodgers and LeBron, are coming in similar, similar situations. Like, yeah, 
Aaron Rodgers is a heck of a quarterback. I didn't think the Bucks were going to beat. I didn't think the Bucks were going to win any playoff game. I was I was so hurt. You fake fan? <laughs> I'm not a fake fan. I'm a realist. And and then watching that Bucks defense early in the year, yeah, it, was, it gave me a lot of reason to believe that. Way. Right, but y'all were young, and y'all were young on the offensive line too. I mean, I, I thought that was going to be our biggest problem because I don't think Donovan Smith is that great of a left tackle. <laughs> I thought Tom Brady was going to be carried off a cart because that mm. that guy was pretty bad last year for Jameis, but. You know, they they got it done. You block it's because they get motivation because the greatest player of all time is that, standing. That, 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 I mean, that, that is true. correct. That, that is, is true. definitely correct. Like, you you have to up your level because he demands excellence out of you. Yeah, and, and, uh, and the leadership. Um, we talked about it on what show it was on, but we talked about uh, the Tom Brady sent out messages at 11 o'clock Super Bowl week. Did you hear about gonna, that? Yeah, we're going to win. We're going to win. Yeah. And then I told Cole – was it the Bartow show we did this on? Mm, I think so, yeah. Yeah, I said to Cole, do you know why it was 11 o'clock? Why 11 o'clock? Because that's when, that's when the confetti falls. That's when, that's when you won it. He wanted to send it to you at the same time so you can have that same feeling after you won. Okay, that's a good take. My take on it was 11 o'clock Super Bowl week. Guys make bad decisions after 11 o'clock. So, you know, the leader sending out that message, the GOAT, if you will, for some people, well, a lot of people, you know, he sends you a message at 11 o'clock. We're winning. And, you know, you you sitting at the Super Bowl party with some uh, models or whatever, and you're like, ah, about to go to this next spot. You know, Tom just texted. I'm going home. You know what I mean? And that that's what a leader is. Right. And I think that that is something that I'll put down for Kobe. I put that down for Brady. I put that down for MJ. I want to say for LeBron. For the most part. But yeah. I haven't heard that yet. And and I'm sure it'll come out later. You yeah. know what I mean? But You but, know, they following him around with cameras. They follow Kobe around with cameras, so I'm excited whenever they drop yeah, that documentary. That'll too. be. So we'll see. We'll get to see it. We'll so tell it. everybody what your post was today on point guards. Oh, is which which point guard would you take in their prime uh, if if you were having pretty much like a draft today? And I took Derrick Rose. I think Gary Payton was on there, Jason Kidd, Steve Nash, Westbrook, and – The guy from the Spurs. What was his name? Oh, Tony Parker. Tony Parker. So I, I took prime Derrick Rose because prime Derrick Rose went up, a, went up against a super team and for the most part handled their own against LeBron, Wade, and Bosh and – he was just 22 years old. If it wasn't for knee injuries, it would have. It, it could have got really, really ugly. Like, I don't watch basketball, but I'm taking Steve Nash. Yeah, but Nash is a good pick. But Nash isn't. Nash isn't the the player that some of these other players. Nah, Nash was the facilitator. You know, Nash was Nash was what you wanted on your team to play with Michael Jordan. Like that's the type of player Michael Jordan would like on his team. Michael LeBron would want, you know, like a Jason Kidd, somebody that could shoot the ball and when he's, you know, a little tired. But to go back on Derrick Rose, man, Derrick Rose is the reason that LeBron didn't win five straight MVPs. Think about that. He won two in Cleveland, went to Miami, won two in Miami. If it wasn't for Derrick Rose, LeBron would have won five straight MVPs. That's just how that was just how good LeBron was at that time. And and just imagine Derrick Rose having a better season than that guy. 
That's good points. I said call Gary Payton. Again, that was my era. And he was a heck of a defensive player. And then watching oh, sure. all the, the matchups between Jordan and, get, and the glove, you know, there was one player you know, that when the Bulls would play him, it's like, all right, he's going to have to. But, you know, Jordan, he scored on everybody. You know, there wasn't – I forget the one guy, and it's, it's a guy that – it's not even a big-name guy that gave Jordan some problems defensively. Uh, on the Cavs? Was it on yes. The, yeah, I, I – um, was, was it uh, Marley? I think – I'm not sure. I mean, um, I, they I were talking about it. He uh, wasn't a great basketball player. Mm-mm. But, I mean, he was just good defensively long. But Gary Payton was the glove, and he played – and and the thing about Gary Payton, why I went with him, is just really just the era. I mean, I didn't see enough of Rose to you know to Parker. I kind of like, but Parker's kind of he's a little soft to me. You know, it's I'm system ball, European player. You yeah, know? system ball. And but he's got great. Pop was a the coach then, right? Yeah, Pop. Pop, Pop has been the coach and yeah. ain't gonna never yeah. leave the coach and probably till he dies. Yeah, he's so not leaving the Spurs. He was a system player, you know, but. Uh, Jason Kidd was a was great. If somebody was missing off that, off another great point guard. It was a lot of people missing off that list. But based off that list, I took Derrick Rose. Yeah. Magic Johnson wasn't on the list. That's true. Magic was You know, like, it was a lot of people missing on the list. Like, I wasn't disrespecting anybody. Yeah, just for the people, the real basketball fans, Magic Johnson was not on the list. He was not. Um, would you put Magic as number one by far? Magic Johnson is the best point guard ever. The best point guard ever, followed by Isaiah Thomas, if you ask me. Okay. Can't argue that. I, I was not an Isaiah Thomas fan just because I was a Bulls fan. Right. You, was he on the Celtics? No, he was on the Pistons. Bad boy Pistons. Bad they used boy. to beat up on Jordan. Hurt yeah, him. They, it was bad. They had the Jordan rules and Lambeer and all them guys. And Rodman was there for a, a minute, too. So it, it that's kind of, you know, whenever this, that stuff pops up, I like to interact and say something, but I really shouldn't. Wait, Jordan <laughs> finished his career with the Pistons. No, it was the uh, Wizards, Wizard. right? Yeah, Wizards. he finishes. Yeah, and I got to see him in Orlando with the Wizards. I wish I didn't, but I mean, he, I think he scored like twenty some points that game. It was he. He had already accomplished everything he yeah. wanted. He was just collecting a check. Just it was just nice to say I seen Michael Jordan play basketball. Yeah, you know? I I only got to see LeBron one time. I was like, I think I was eleven. But I gotta, I gotta get back to another game. But every time they come to Orlando, like it's like people get right on it. And I'm like, oh my god, that Tickets. second and secondary market's kind of expensive. Yeah, yeah. But I'm gonna save up. I mean, kind of been following this guy since before, since I was a boy. So I have to, you know, I have yeah. to get there. Now, and, and I respect the fact that you, you know, you arrive warm and, and you have legitimate reasons. You're not just somebody that. Just says an opinion, and and just that's what it is. Yeah. And and you know we'll get into it more on the Carolina Dawn show. But there's a lot of things with this podcast, and that I love, and that what you know working with Cole, doing this for three years now, talk things out. You know, like we we follow the Mets as one of this show, so we'll be following the Mets, Bucks, and Gators on this show. Gator fan. Yeah, Lance is a Gator fan. So we we follow those teams, but we're gonna add the Rays this year just for a little local feel. Yeah. Oh man, I I have a coworker that I work with at the YMCA. It's a girl. Her name's Jackie Whalen, biggest Rays fan ever. If you ever want to have her on the show and to talk about the Rays, 
That is the girl to call. She is definitely it. She she is she we'll knows her stuff. We'll definitely have her on because following following baseball for us, it's real different than other sports. Because one, it's such a long season. But you get vested, you know, starting to follow players in the minor leagues and watching them come up and then going to spring training and seeing them play and then waiting for them to come up. So you get kind of vested. It's kind of like how I do with the Gators. I'm watching, like, the guys who got red-shirted and I'm watching the high school tape and I'm waiting for their opportunity to get on the field. So we put a lot into it, but with the Rays being that we're here in Florida and now doing the studio I know there's a lot of Rays fans around, so we're definitely going to try to cover them this year, Cole. Okay. Yeah, she, yeah, she's definitely the number one Rays fan. I'm not too much of a baseball fan. I kind of just, I just was like, all right, it's time to pick a baseball team. So I just picked a baseball team, and I picked the Angels. So I, <laughs> you can call me an Angels fan. <laughs> I, I, we got an Angels correspondent. I, I, I kind of follow the Angels a little bit, but I'm not too much into baseball. Well, I'm glad you came up. This is uh, Cole. What are we? Are we just gonna say this? The first episode? Are we? Are we gonna do the season? I mean, three we've thing? done we've done like at least five episodes of season three, and now we're calling it episode one. So <laughs> I don't really know what episode <laughs> is anymore. This, we're just gonna call it episode one of the father son thing. We got Lance here. Hopefully, Lance is gonna have a show on the network talking NBA sports, whatever he wants to talk about. I'm here. I appreciate the opportunity. Um, I am we're, here. We're I'm glad invested. to have you and. Uh, you know, things are going to get – we wouldn't let many people up, so you're part of the network because I ain't going to let many people see the oh, no. under construction part. But um, definitely we're trying to do some big things here in Bartow. And uh, we'll be covering like we've been doing with this show, but we got a lot of other shows going, the Bartow Jacket Breakdown podcast, The Beard and the Boys, Carolina Don, which we're about to record next. So if you want to hear some more, Lance, tune into here. the Carolina Don show. We're going to get into some hot topics that are going on right now, see what – See what Lance made of. Cole, you got anything before we wrap this one up? Thank you guys for listening. Wear your mask. Stay safe. For sure. COVID season. Yeah, wear your mask for real, man. For I real. appreciate you having me on your show, though. All right. Anytime. Everybody, anytime. check us out next week. We are going to start next week with some spring training talk of the Mets and Rays. Peace. Peace. Peace.